had the Brewers all out on the field, I'd say that we got a very lucky break this afternoon. Al Brown, myself, Don Connie took a trip out to County Stadium to check out this football press box that they have out here where we broadcast from has not been completed right out of the open and we would have frozen. There's no way we'd have been able to talk without our teeth chattering. And our fingers in deep freezing. So the two bosses got together. Decided we'd do it from the uh, football press box which is situated down beyond first base. I said it gives you an altogether different perspective of the game. It might be a little more interesting from up there. We've seen so much from directly in back of home plate. They're trying to win. So it'll be no easy task for the Yankees. Especially with Baltimore, as we told you. They defeated the uh, Detroit Tigers 7-6. Baltimore got seven runs on nine hits and one error. And the Tigers six runs on 12 hits and one error. Dead run. The wind is blowing out 
go over his head for just a moment. So there's one away now, Alex Johnson. Alex batting 286 with 15 doubles, 3 triples, 5 homers, and 42 runs batted in. Takes a pitch low and outside ball one. The Yankees, Alex has been about 19 times with three hits, one double, one homer, and one run batted in. But that home run was a big one up in Boston. Kept the Yankees independently. Fastball swinging a foul back as one of one. One man out. And on the fanogram, the big scoreboard, the Orioles clinched at least a tie for the American League East by defeating the Tigers today 7-6. Another throw to first, but Roy back easily. Set. Fastball line to right field, but Lescano right there, one hands it again, fires back to first, but over the head of George Scott and Roy White is back safely. Two shots hit to right center and right field, both one-handed. And now Lou Pinello. Lou batting 306. Has 25 doubles, 9 homers, and 70 runs batted in. Roy White will open the ball game with a single still at first. Vanilla has had 6 hits in his last 12 at bat. Alright, the stretch and the pitch to Vanilla. Outside, ball 1. So the Yankees have hit the ball hard here in the very first inning. White's ball has dropped in. The other two were one-handed by the right fielder. And there's another throw to first. White is back. Lescano caught one, the fly ball by Maddox in the end zone, and the other one on the five-yard line. They got the football field here where Green Bay plays some of their games. He's playing right on the ten-yard line now, and there's a swing and a miss, and another was going for the seat. One strike, two up. On deck, Thurman Munson. We told you Bobby Merson not playing tonight. Bobby with that head first slide going into third base in Cleveland. Hurt his shoulder. Just can't swing the bat freely. Canella's right foot almost out of the batter's box. Again, Coble set. There goes White. The ball is swung at and throw to second. Not in time. And backing up nicely, Tim Johnson. Or Porter would have been charged with an error. And Roy White gets another stolen base. And for Roy White on the year. That's his 15th stolen base of the year. Boy, he had an excellent jump. Vanilla took that pitch, by the way. It was right down the middle, which shows some good teamwork there. Lou seeing Roy White get that good jump laid off. Roy White in scoring position. See if Luke can pick him up. Two men are out. It's tough throwing the ball. Tough keeping warm out there. All the players blowing into their hands. Roy White with a good leadoff check. Porter flashes the signs to Cobo. Here's the stretch. And the pitch is a curve a little bit low. And it's two balls, two strikes. Let's 
steps back. The outfield plays loose straight away. Garcia is on the edge of the outfield grass, deep at second base. Hobo comes to the belt. Pitch is popped up. Back of first. Scott's got a long run. He's not going to be able to catch up to it. So Pinella gets a life there. The count remains two balls, two strikes, two outs, and White at second base. No score on the top of the first. The Orioles really putting the pressure on the Yankees. They continue to win, and the Yankees continue to win. And even by the Yankees winning, they cannot pick up ground. Everybody has to be rooting for Detroit tomorrow. Again, the 2-2 pitch. Strike three call. Lou is not happy with that call, but he's pulled out on strikes by Bill Hallis. For the Yankees, no runs, a hit, no errors, a man left. In the middle of the first, it's the Yankees nothing, and the Brewers coming to bat. Doc Medich out of the mound. to become uh, a 20-game winner tonight, and it'll be the first 20-game winner since Fritz Peterson won uh, 20 in 1970, and the first sophomore to win 20 since Mel Stavemeyer did it back in 1965. All right, so Don, his last outing on my birthday, Wednesday, September 25th, Jay, beat the Boston Red Sox 1-0 in 10 innings for his 19th So the doctor will be pitching to the leadoff man, Don Money. Money batting 285, 32 doubles, 2 triples, 15 homers, 64 runs batted in, and 19 stolen bases. There's a swing and a foul over alongside the Yankee dugout, strike one. Money is an excellent leadoff man. Reminds me a lot of Hank Bauer. He's the kind that can put you ahead one nothing with a home run. If he gets on, he can steal a base. The doctor's next pitch, a curve, hits the outside corner. It's strike two. But it's nice and warm in this football press box. The only thing you miss is the uh, noise of the crowd. Much of a crowd here in this freezing weather. There's a swing and a miss at a sidearm curve. Ball strike three. Doc came by the way of third base that time. Really fooled money. And on three pitches, he strikes money out. And that brings up six goal Escano. Escano batting 255. He's been about 47 times. 12 hits, two doubles, two homers, and eight runs batted in. A right hand batter. out of the year. He is two behind uh, Pat Dotson now, who leads the Yankees with 153. There's a strike on the outside corner. It's one and one. Moscano stands well up on the plate. Fastball swing and a miss. Strike two. Ball and two strikes. Well, Del Crandall was rehired for next year, along with Harvey Keene. Joe Nasek and Bill, is it Bill Walton? No, foul back in the crowd, not a play. It's Jim Walton. Walton coaches at first, Joe Nasek at third, and Harvey Keene is the batting coach. 
matter of fact, Al Widmar, who was the pitching coach, will be in charge of all the minor league teams. And I read in the paper who's a new pitching coach, and I forgot. There's a drive, a base hit to right field. Played on one hop by Lou Canella out there. And Les Connell, after falling behind, lines a single right. First hit off the dock, and it brings up George Scott. Thank you. 
support, a ground ball right at Sandy Alomar. He's up with it. Flips the Chamblers for the outdoor. They get out of the jam. Oh, Milwaukee got a break but couldn't take advantage of it. No runs, a hit, no errors, a man left. At the end of one full inning, it's the Yankees, nothing in the Brewers, nothing. We can update some scores now in the National League. Cincinnati and Atlanta, after three and a half, are still right of four to nothing, but Norman has come in to pitch now for Cincinnati. Pittsburgh scored three runs in the bottom half of the fourth inning and now leads Chicago by the score of three to one after four and a half innings of play. Smith hit his 23rd home run for St. Louis with none on in the fourth and that's been the only score thus far as St. Louis is leading Montreal by the score of one to nothing after three and a half. In case you missed it, Baltimore won earlier in the day by beating Detroit by the score of seven to six. Jackson getting the win, his record six and four. Hiller the loser, 17 and 14. Minnesota shut out Texas six to nothing. That's the final. Goes to win his record ten and ten. David Clyde got the loss, and his record is nine and nine. The Twins didn't waste too much time. They scored two runs in the first, three in the third, and uh, one more in the fourth, and that was it for the rest of the game. A two-hit shutout for Goals uh, taking up his tenth win of the season. Former Philadelphia 76ers star Billy Cunningham has returned to the NBA club after playing two seasons with the ABA Association Carolina Cougars. Fight manager Dick Sabbath says heavyweight champion Foreman has bounced back real well from the ICOT, which postponed his uh, title bout against Muhammad Ali. And now it's the Daily News home run playoff inning. The second inning. H. Ryan of Queens Village, New York will have Thurman Munson batting for him. Coble's pitch to Munson is low ball one. Remember, $100 for a single, $200 for a double, $300 for a triple, $1,000 for a home run. No score. We're in the top of the second. Pitch to Thurman is popped up in the shallow left center. Coming on is Coluccio and Briggs, and Briggs calls and makes the catch. There's one away. So, Tom Ryan gets just two tickets to a future Yankee home game. And now Charles G. Kellerman of Lyndhurst, New Jersey, will have Chris Chambliss batting for him. Let's see, Munson was up there batting 260. Chambliss batting 255. I tell you, the month of September has been an excellent month for Chris. Chambliss has hit in 21 of his last 25 games. A left-hand batter. Coble, a left-hand pitcher, delivers. It's in there. Strike one call. One out. Nobody on. No score in the top of the second inning. From County Stadium in Milwaukee. Fastball fouled back into the crowd. Man, they had a duck in a hurry. Get out of the way of that one. That was a bullet. Right back into the box seat to the left and behind home plate. You get hit tonight, you're really going to feel it. All right, two quick strikes on Chris Chambliss. Curve bounce to first base. Scott has it. He'll make the play unassisted, and Chambliss is out. Two away, and two tickets go to Charles E. Kellerman. Cleveland want to do it 
tonight, but the Yankees are going to have to get started. And now John E. Kovacs of Norwalk, Connecticut, will have Greg Nettles batting for him. Greg had a hot series in Cleveland. He's batting 246 with 22 homers and 75 runs batted in. Pitch to Nettles is low ball one.
Johnny Briggs will lead it off. He swings, bounces one, he's short. Big hop to Mason. Jim's throw to Chambliss and one pitch and one out. That took a nice hop to the shortstop.
Bob Metz announced Tuesday the resignation of general manager Bob Sheffing and his replacement by the club's director of minor league operations, Joe McDonald. Sheffing will remain with the Mets as a troubleshooter and consultant operating out of his Scottsdale, Arizona home. In making the announcement, M. Donald Grant, the chairman of the board, said the 61-year-old Sheffing originally had accepted the general managership with the understanding it would be for three or four years, but the board persuaded him to continue for a fifth season. The 45-year-old McDonald, who joined the Mets upon their inception in 1962 as the club's has been recommended by Sheffing as his successor. So again, we tell you that very important score this afternoon. The Tigers with a run in the ninth defeated. The Brothers Baltimore with a run in the ninth defeated the Tigers. Seven to six. I wish it were the other way around. Right now, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Yankee Baseball Network. American Forces Radio and Television Service. Sandy Alomar will lead off to the Yankees here. In the top of the third, there's no score. Sandy hitting 265. Which hit a batting right against Coble and a ground ball in the hole, base hit left field. And he drilled one between uh, Money and Johnson and his arm at for the single. So, for the second inning out of three, the Yankees had their leadoff man on. Roy White opened the ball game with a single and stole second, but he died there. And now Jim Mason. Jim batting 253 on the year. Scott holds the bag against Alomar. Money is way in at third base. Here's the stretch by Coble. The pitch to Mason is a swing and a fly ball down the left field line. Briggs is there, though. Playing him perfectly. Has it in fair territory. And Alomar has to come back. I said it shows when you're an experienced outfielder. I'd say almost eight times out of ten, that would have been a base hit if the left fielder were not alert. Playing the left hand hitting Mason over that way. Ball was not far from the foul line. That'll bring up Roy White, who was single to left, as we told you, and stole the base. His 15th of the year. Kevin Coble sets again. There's a little pop-up coming back just to our right and below it. And it's the window of the television booth next to it. Ball in the hole and threw a base hit to right field. 
Son of a gun, it always happens when a guy gets picked off or caught stealing, the next guy up gets a base hit. Barbara White is two for two, a single a left and a single a right. And Roy now has seven base hits in his last 12 at bats. And that's stroking a mighty hot bat. Elliot Maddox now. Elliot fly deep to right center field his first time up. No score on the top of the third. Pitch to Maddox is a strike on the outside corner. Elliot is just about due to stroke one down his alley, which is between third and short. The kick and the pitch is inside. One on one. Time has been called because of rain at Pittsburgh. But it looks like they have completed five innings with Pittsburgh leading three to one. So even if that's rained out, it'll be a regular game. There's a drive to right center, but Lescano, having trouble with the lights, makes the catch again. Maddox hit the ball on the nose. But the right fielder made the play. So for the Yankees, no runs, two hits, no errors, and a man left. And now in the middle of the third, it's the Yankees nothing and the Brewers nothing. World Heavyweight Champion George Foreman is all set to defend his title against Muhammad Ali and Zaire October 30th, and his cut eye is fully healed, according to Zaire fight officials. A delegate of the World Boxing Council in charge of arrangements played to a news conference a tape recording of Foreman saying he is ready for the fight. The bout was postponed from his scheduled date of September 24th when Foreman suffered a cut to his right eye brow in sparring. Uh, these newsmen were shown photographs of Foreman's eye, which is now fully healed. The officials say that uh, they can also assure newsmen that their news dispatches from Zaire will not be censored, and there's uh, somewhere during the buildup for the postponed fight. Representatives of the fight promoters, Video Techniques, met to iron out problems involved in the month's postponement. The problem being, of course, that a lot of arenas that were scheduled for closed-circuit television have other commitments on the day of a rescheduled fight, so they have to work some things out and get squared away on that. Okay, we get ready to go in the bottom of the third of a scoreless ball game. And it'll be Pedro Garcia, John Money, and Sixto Lescano. I can't help but every time I say Sixto, I think of Sixto Escobar. Quite a fighter from Puerto Rico. As a matter of fact, they need the ball field. Half hands down there. He's a fighter in my day. All right, Pedro Garcia having an off year. Batting just 200. But he has 12 homers and 54 runs batted. And a right-hand batter. Very exciting ball player. Takes a curve inside ball one. Dueling Kevin Coble. Fast ball hit deep to left foot foul. He really got around on that one. Tennis games. Atlanta still leading Cincinnati 4 0 at the end of 4. Cardinals leading Montreal 1 0 at the end of 5 now. Oh, that hit Garcia off the hand. It sounded like it hit his helmet or his bat, but it hit him right off the hand, and Garcia, on a night like this, that's got to 
ball in on him. And I tell you, when it hit him off the hand, it sounded like it had hit the bat. And our Dale Grant was going over. And, man, I tell you, if it hit him where I think it did, no way he can continue playing or flip that bat. Good thing he had that golf glove on. He has a golf glove on uh, both hands. Takes it off now, shows it to Del Crandall, and looks like uh, right now he's going to hang in there. Yes, he's going to stay in the ball game. All right, we told you when this game started, the temperature was 39. We know it's going down, and it's supposed to get in the 20s before this ball game is over. Which is not an exciting night for the ball players to be running around and throwing. All right, Don Money struck out his first time up. Garcia, good base runner, leading away. Stretch by Medic. And the pitch is fouled, and Hudson's coming back. I don't believe he has room. Yes, he does, and makes a one-hand catch. Fires to first base, but Garcia gets back with Alamont sneaking in back of him. Good play by Munson as the wind brought that back, and he was planning against the railing when he won the end of the ball. Excellent play by Thurman Munson. Big out. Get the dangerous Don Money out of there. And now it brings up Sixto Lescano, who a single right field and stole a base in the first inning. So one man out. Nothing-nothing ball game in the bottom of the third. Campos holding the bag against Garcia. Stretch by Medic. And the pitch is low and outside ball one. Doc walks back now. Takes his glove off. Rubs up the ball. The Dodgers 2 and Houston nothing. So do Pittsburgh leading the Cubs 3 1 at the end of five. That game is being delayed because of rain. There goes Garcia. The ball is swung at Miss Munson's throw. One hop to Mason and they got him. Oh, oh. Maybe that's the way Thurman ought to throw with that bad arm. He threw a one hopper. That bounced over about 10 feet in back of the mound and skid it on the strike to Mason. And Jim put an easy tag on the speedy Garcia. Away. And the batter still six dollars. Kind of with a count of one ball, one strike on him. I tell you, on that artificial turf, that wouldn't be a bad way for catches to throw. The ball really skips off that. A bouncer to third base. Nettles has it on one hop. Fires to first in time. And that keeps him to down the line. So, no runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left. And now at the end of three full innings, it's the Yankees. Nothing in the Brewers. Nothing. Billy Cunningham, the former Philadelphia 76ers star forward, who is the subject of an extensive legal battle between the Sixers and the Carolina Cougars, joined the Philadelphia team after boarding the 76ers bus to Binghamton, New York. Cunningham will be with the 76ers for the game Tuesday night against the New York Nets, a move which singles his attempt to end the court battle. He joins the team for the first time in two years after playing two seasons with the Cougars of the ABA. Cunningham previously played seven seasons with the 76ers, averaging just over 21 points a game. 
The court dispute began when a court ruled his ABA contract had precedence. The agreement with the Cougars, who have since moved to North Carolina and become the St. Louis Spirits, expires Monday. And the 76ers have maintained their old contract with Cunningham, which has not expired, binds him to that team. The ABA contract, however, contains an option clause under which St. Louis could seek to keep Cunningham by court action. So, that's about the latest as far as Billy Cunningham is concerned. Well, they were all ready to go. That is everybody but me. Frank Messer comes in to take it over the next three innings on this very, very cold and the first day of snow here in Milwaukee. Frank Messer. Okay, Scooter and Alex Johnson out there takes the first pitch inside for a ball. Yeah, I talked about the snow and everything out here, Scooter, going down to 22 tonight. You tell folks there was a full moon to go with it? I did. Is that a harvest moon? It is. You're right. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Kevin Coble has a good 
Tracy picked Alomar off in the third inning. Scott is holding the inside corner on Lou Pinella. Munson fly to left his first trip. The kick and the pitch to him. Foul away over on the first base side. No balls and one strike. Tim Johnson at the second baseman. Pedro Garcia set up in double play depth. Money at third, and even with the bag. Double comes set, left-hander deals. High! And the catcher, Porter, had to leap up for that one. He almost threw it away for a wild pitch. Porter went high to pull it in. One ball and one strike. No score. One out, Sonella. Again, a two-step lead at first base. Coble delivers the plate. A fastball is inside. Two balls and a strike now on Thurman Munson. The stretch by the young left-hander. And the pitch. Fastball is wide out toward right center field. Running hard for it is Moscato. He can't get it. The ball is in between for an extra base hit. Vanella falls down between second and third and has to stop at third. Lupinella scrambling, but fell down between second and third. He crawled a couple of steps, got up, but then had to stop at third base. Munson has a two-base hit up the alley in right center. And the Yankees with one out have runners at second and third. Johnson came in. George Scott went over to talk to Kevin Coble. And the batter now is Chris Chambliss with runners at second and third and one out. Chambliss with a chance to put the Yankees on the board. Now a field play back at second base. Safe. They made it a field play at second base. On Penella rounding the bag. Opinion of umpire Marty Springstead, who called it. Vanella had touched the bag. And now the pitch to Chambliss. Fouled away on the third base side. Goes into the upper deck. Bounces back downstairs. No balls and a strike. The infield play is back. So the Brewers will try to keep out of a big inning. Give up a run if they have to. There's another foul upstairs. The same place on the third base side. Get cold up there. Greg Metal 
since then. He struck out his first time up. And he takes a low fastball, ball one. Runners at second and third, two down. Infield back and around to the first base side on Greg Nettles. Next pitch, popped up. Down the first baseline. George Scott is after it. Straddling the line. Now back at fair ground. He makes the catch for the other side. So this Yankees threat goes by the board. No runs, one hit. There was an error, two men left. At the end of three and a half, the score, the Yankees nothing and Milwaukee nothing. Taking a look at the scoreboard, Baltimore defeated Detroit 7-6 earlier in the day. Seven runs, nine hits, and an error for Baltimore. Six runs, 12 hits, and an error for Detroit. Jackson got the win in relief of Jim Palmer. Jackson is now 6-4. Hiller, the loss. Coleman walks, and then Hiller, the third pitch of the game for Detroit. Hiller drops to 17-14. Freehand hit his 17th and 18th home run for Detroit. A solo shot in the fourth and a solo blast in the sixth. Cogins hit his fourth for Baltimore with one on in the fifth. And Northrop hits his 12th home run of the season with one on in the sixth for the Orioles as he comes through with a two-run blast against his former teammates. Minnesota shut out Texas 6 to nothing on a two-hitter by Gold. His record is now 10-10. and 10. So uh, quite a pitching job in uh, that ball game between Texas and Minnesota. Dave Gold's coming through with a two-hit shutout. Boston leads Cleveland 6-4 after 6. Klein against Barr. Rice hit his first home run for Boston with none on in the fourth inning. Kansas City and Chicago, no score after one. Bird against Cott. Later on on the West Coast, Oakland is at California. Jim Hunter trying for his 26th win of the season against Frank Tanana, who is 13-19. Hunter is 25-12. St. Louis and Montreal, an important game for the Cardinals, and it's a 1-1 tie after 6. Gibson against Torres. Smith hit his 23rd home run for St. Louis with none on in the fourth. Chicago and Pittsburgh have completed four and a half at Pittsburgh, and uh, the Pirates are leading three to one. Now we understand that St. Louis has scored in the top half of the seventh, so St. Louis leading Montreal two to one. Right here, there's no scores. We go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. Leadoff batter is George Scott. Fly to right field his first time up against Medich. Doc rocks and fires. Fastball is ripped out of third base and right through Greg Nettles out into left field. Roy White up with it, throws it into second base. Through Nettles down the third baseline. And we'll wait for the official score to make a ruling. It's a base hit. A base hit for Scott. So now the Brewers have the leadoff man on. Now, Porter, the catcher, comes up. Left-hand hitter. Porter grounded out to second baseman Sandy Alomar's first trip. First pitch going high and outside, ball one. Bennett rocks and deals. A fastball is lined out of the center field base hit. Maddox fields the ball, throws it back in. The Brewers have runners at first and second with nobody out. That is base hit number four for Milwaukee. No score, and the Brewers have their first real big threat. Runners at first and second, nobody out. The batter is Johnny.
infield. Plays the left hand hitter to full. Medic comes set and the pitch. Take it outside, ball one. Give breaks the left field corner as white shades toward the gap. Maddox comes over toward right. And Fidala guards the right field corner. Maddox fires a fastball to steal back foul. And the county was one and one. Johnny Briggs has done eight triples this year. The message board says to lead the Brewers in that department. Good enough here, 254, 17 homers, 73 runs better in. Scott leads away at second, Porter up first. Nuttich in his first really big jam of the ball game. Hides the ball behind the hip, now brings the hands together. And the pitch to Briggs. Swung on and missed. Direct to ball of two strikes. Now both men are ready to go. The runners edge away again from first to second. And the pitch from Doc. Inside. Bats him off. Two balls and two strikes. Out of the infield. Both money plays Alomar in to protect against the punt. 
line. Sandy has ripped two balls by him. So the leadoff man is on, and Jim Mason steps in. In the third inning, when Alomar Stengel will lead it off, Mason lined out to left field on the first pitch. Money is in on the grass. There's a set by Kevin Coble. Now Mason squares the ball and takes a fastball inside. Ball one.
in this game were in the top half of the fifth inning. Mason at second, White at first, the infield backed off, and the pitch to Maddox, high and inside. Two balls and a strike. Sobel having a little trouble right now finding the plate. And Alex Johnson is waiting on deck. Pitch to Maddox, foul, outside of first, coming over toward the seat, and it's out of play. and two strikes to count on Maddox. Runners at first and second, one away. Global comes set, kicks and deals, and Maddox takes an inside pitch. Full count now, three and two. And the runners look over to Dick Hauser to see if they'll be running on three and two with one out. We'll soon know. They go, and the pitch is fouled away again towards the seats up first. Again, the runners go, and he hits it in the air to center field. Moving for Colucci on straightaway setters. He is under it, makes the catch, and the runners retreat as the throw comes in. So Maddox flies to center, two down, and out's up to Alex Johnson. Johnson is flat out to right and grounded out to second base. Seven innings, Atlanta now leads Cincinnati six to one. Stretch by Coble. And the pitch to Johnson. Alex hits a fly ball down the right field line, coming over for it, Lascano. And he makes the catch in fair territory to retire the side. So the Yankees threaten, but do not score. No runs, one hit. There were no errors and two men left. And in the middle of the fifth inning, the score is the Yankees nothing and the Brewers nothing. Steelers running back Frank O'Hare probably will miss Pittsburgh's upcoming game against the Houston Oilers because of a sprained ankle suffered in the Steelers' 17-0 loss to the Oakland Raiders. However, a team spokesman says starting wide receiver Frank Lewis and Ron Shanklin, who missed the Oakland game because of injuries, should be ready to play in the game at Houston on Sunday. Safety Mike Wagner, who missed more than half the Oakland game because of a bruised foot, also is expected to be back in the lineup. Harris injured his left ankle in the Steelers' first offensive series last Sunday and was sidelined the rest of the game. He was limping noticeably Tuesday when the players resumed practice after a day off. If Harris is unable to play, he'll be replaced in the lineup by a veteran running back, Frenchie Fuqua. Reserve linebacker Ed Bradley, an outstanding performer on the Steelers' specialty team, also will be sidelined for the second straight game because of a torn muscle in his left foot. It was not known when he might be able to return to action. Okay, let's get back to the action now at County Stadium, Milwaukee. Well, I don't know what to do. I'll give you any details on that ball game uh, won by the Orioles this afternoon or not. Andy Etcherbaron had the game when he hit a bloop double, we're told, at the top of the ninth inning. The Tigers had a 3 0 lead at one point, but then two run homers by Richard Dawkins and Jim Northrup gave the Orioles. 
home and walked the bases loaded. And still pitched to Tommy Davis, who singled to drive in the two Orioles up. Now the batter here, the center fielder takes a strike. Looked like a slider from Doc Maddich, but from this angle, it's sort of hard to tell. I'm told Coleman walked 10 men in the ballgame today. Maddich winds and fires. Pitches punted down the first baseline. Chasing it, Munson picks up, throws. He's out, close play. Good play by Munson. I'll tell you on that one, he punted it. Just inside the line at first. Thurman Munson chased the ball down from behind. Picked it up and fired it on to Chris Chambliss just inside to get Coluccio. Foot race between Munson and the ball. And there's one out. Tim Johnson will step in. Left-hand hitter granted out to Chambliss unassisted his first time up. No score in this game. Yankees fighting for their very life. The windup and the pitch. Foul back. If the Yankees don't win this ball game, they can put out the fire and call in the dogs. Because the hunt will be over. If they win it, they're still alive. Medich rocks over the rubber and is pitched to Johnson. Fastball is high. One ball, one strike. And the next pitch, fouled away. One thing about tomorrow, if the Yankees win this one tonight, tomorrow the Orioles game should be over by the time the Yankees start. They play at uh, 1.30 New York time in Detroit. The Yankee game here would be at 4.30 New York time. We'll be on the air tomorrow at 4.25 regardless. Here's the pitch. High and outside. Two balls and two strikes. One out, nobody on. No score. Bettich into the windup and his next pitch to Johnson. Swung on and fouled back in the upper deck again. Fastball 
strikeout number two. He fired a fastball by Tim Johnson. Two out, nobody out, and Pedro Garcia will step in. Garcia was hit by a pitch in the third inning, and then Munson threw him out stealing. Munson threw the ball on one hop to Jim Mason covering. Mason flagged it down, put the tag on the sliding runner coming into second. Milwaukee organization for two years as a minor league instructor. 
Cincinnati also managed the Shreveport Club for the Brewers. Lupinola steps in to lead off the sixth inning for the Yankees. Popped up. 
contact circle comes Sandy Alomar. Coble off the set position, turns it loose, and a swing and a miss by Nettles, strike one. Kevin Coble has won but six games all year, but three of those were against the Yankees. He has a record of six and 14. He comes into the belt, turns it loose, high and inside. One and one on Nettles. Then looks down for his sign from Daryl Porter. And he throws the first. Chambliss is back. Left hander comes set. And the pitch to Nettles. Swing and a miss. Strike two. One ball and two strikes on Nettles. Kevin Coble has done his best pitching of the year against the Yankees. Chambliss comes back to the bag, and time is called. Now we're ready. And the one-two pitch to Nettles. Outside, two balls, two strikes. No score in this ballgame. Pitcher's duel between Kevin Coble and Doc Medich. Right now, a two-two pitch to Nettles. Down the right field line, and it is full foul. That was folded right down the line. Folded just too much. Back in the seat for the foul ball. They've completed eight innings in Atlanta. The Braves lead the Reds seven to one.
Kansas City and Chicago are tied 1-1 in the American League after four. Philadelphia and New York, it's a 2-1 score Philadelphia going into the top of the eighth. Now, so when you hear it going, you know something's happening. 
Boston over to Cleveland by the score of 7 to 4. 7 runs, 13 hits, no errors for Boston. 4 runs, 7 hits, and no errors for Cleveland. Barr got the win. His first major league victory is 1 0. Klein, the loser, his record 6 and 9. And a crowd of 97 84 to watch that game at Fenway Park in Boston. So, that's a look at what we have on the scoreboard. Sports. 
third base and starts towards second, but comes back to first base as Porter flips the ball there, but not in time. So the count runs, three balls and a strike on Roy White. One out, one on here in the top of the seventh. The Yankees and the Brewers, no score. The runner is not going. A pitch is hit to third. Money bobbles it, comes up, goes to second for one back to first, not in time. They will not get the double play, but they get the fourth down at second. 5-4, White on at first with a fielder's choice. Oh, they're two down now here in the seventh inning, and the batter's Elliott Maddox, the Yankee center fielder. Maddox is 0-3 for 3 in the ball game. He's sky to the right fielder, Lescano twice, and he's also flying out to the center fielder. Bob Coluccio. Maddox bats right-handed. White moving off first base. He's checked. And the pitch. Swung on. Hit in the air. Deep to left center field. Briggs digging after. Near the track. Still going and it's up against the wall. White digging around third base. He'll score. Maddox in the second base. Rounding second. He'll go to third base with a stand-up triple. Bobble is pop-up. Munson 
double to right center all the way to the wall, but Pinella got his feet tangled up, but rounding second base and fell. He had to hold at third base. Campbell struck out, and Nettles popped out. But here in the seventh, Yankees have come through so far with two runs on three hits against Coble, and that's going to be all for Coble. Looks like a right-hander, Tom Murphy, coming in for the Milwaukee Brewers here in the seventh inning. Well, we'll go six and two I'll tell you the scoreboard now. The Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, after Houston Astrodome, and apparently the news of Cincinnati's loss earlier to Atlanta must have really done something because the Dodgers scored two more runs. Now they lose that game by the score of five to nothing after five and a half innings of play after Houston Astrodome. Okay, apparently we have our problem corrected, so let's rejoin the action now somewhere uh, in the draw game at Milwaukee. Up near the seats and bounces behind. Well, they count now, no balls and two strikes on Coluccio. Briggs all the way down to second base, has to come back to first. We're calling this ball game actually from out of right field. Brewers are redoing their ballpark. They've already added a section down the right side. They're going to add another section on the left side. They had about 20,000 seats to the stadium. Also doing the press box. No balls. Two strikes to count on Coluccio. Briggs off first with two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Check swing is fouled off on the first base side. Well, they count still. No balls and two strikes. Los Angeles and Cincinnati in our each game 
United Press International puts out a glance, the pennant races at a glance, and I'll give you the contending teams, how many games they have left, and against whom they're going to be, going to be playing. But they took Cincinnati and Los Angeles off of there because it looked like the Dodgers would be in, but after Los Angeles lost a couple, they put them back in there. But now it won't be necessary because the Dodgers have clinched as Cincinnati lost its game today, so the Dodgers are in in the West.
the pitch now to Mason. Swung on and fouled off. Cincinnati can win 99 ball games this year. And they'll still be in second place. Dodgers just got up to such a great start over there in the National League West. Last year the Reds caught them. This year they couldn't. Mason takes high. It's the ball and the strike. Greg Nettles at first base to Minot here in the eighth inning. The Yankees have a 2-0 lead over the Brewers. Murphy pitching quickly. The next pitch. Swung on and missed. One and two on Jim Mason. Mason so far in the ball game has fly to left, bounced into a four shot, and he's walked. Yankees have two runs on 11 hits. The Brewers no runs on five. The one-two delivery to Mason. Strike three, caught him looking. No runs on two hits. The man left on base. We go to the bottom half of the eighth inning. The Yankees two, the Milwaukee Brewers. Nothing. Frank Robinson, the only man to win the most valuable player award in both the National and American Leagues, will become the first black manager in Major League Baseball history Thursday when he will be named player manager of the Cleveland Indians. Robinson, who will succeed Ken Astromati as manager, will also retain both his current role of designated hitter and his salary. And uh, for a lot of people who thought that blacks don't belong in Major League Baseball as manager, they're going to get an additional thing to think about because Robinson's going to become the highest paid manager in the history of baseball, too, because he'll also be carrying his salary as a player of $173,000. The Indians obtained the 39-year-old Robinson on waivers from the California Angels two and a half weeks ago, and the immediate speculation is that he was purchased not only for his hitting ability, but also to replace Astrolani as manager. The speculation gained uh, credence last week when Astromonte was fired as manager of the Cleveland Club. Well, in the bottom half of the eighth inning, the Yankees have a 2 nothing lead over the Milwaukee Brewers. It will be down at the bottom part of the Yankee, uh, of the Oriole batting. All of the Milwaukee batting order get these team straight and worrying so much about the ball in the Oriole. And they have won 7-6 this afternoon over the Tigers. And they're a game and a half ahead of the Yankees. And all of course, the Yankees cut that half game off as they hold on to the second wheel to the board. Bottom of the eighth. Shortstop Tim Johnson. And against Doc Medich. And the pitch. All strike. Medich looking in. Rush back kicks and deals the next pitch. And it's swung on and popped up. Hudson throws the mask away. He's under and he's got it for out number one. Popped up in foul territory. And there's one down here in the eighth inning. The batter now is Bob Hanson. He's batting for Pedro Garcia. Hanson is a left-handed batter. One out, nobody on here in the eighth inning. The Yankees have a 2 nothing lead over the Brewers.
with the first pitch. And it's high ball. They're playing Hanson to pull. He's a big left-handed hitter. It's McClough's dance. And the next delivery. High again. Two balls, no strikes. Joe Nazi will be back to third base coach. And Joe Walton, he's coaching first base. The next delivery, called strike. It's two balls and a strike on head. On deck, third baseman Don Money. Manage drops back, kicks and deals. Swung on, hit in the air to deep right field. Manella's after. He's there and he gets five all the way to the wall. Maddox receives the ball. Digging around second and going into third base is Bob Hanson. Vanilla and Maddox were after that ball in right center field. Vanilla was there. He thought he heard footsteps. Backed off at the last moment. The ball got under the glove, went all the way to the wall. And by the time Vanilla picked it up and got it back in, Hanson was on his third base. And he's got a triple. Yankees will keep their infield back. Here's Don Money, the third baseman. Medich rocks back, kicks and deals. The breaking ball is inside. And the next pitch. Outside. Two balls, no strike. Triple by Elliot Maddox driving in white. And a single to right field by Alec Johnson for the 
attacking at third base and scoring easily is Don Money. And the ball game is tied up. Yankees 2 and Milwaukee Brewers 2.
And the next pitch. Swung on. Loose foul down the left field line. That'll be back in the seat. Got a couple changes for the Brewers. Number two, Jack Lynn's playing shortstop. And number 21, John Bukovic is playing second base. We're down the right field line and we cannot hear the PA announcement. Fastball drills. Bukovic scoops it up on the grass. Throws the first base in time. Bukovic, the good fielding uh, infielder, playing second base here. Robs wide of a base hit. And there's one away. Elliot Maddox, the Yankee center fielder. Slide the right twice, slide the center field, and triple hit a run. He's also scored a run. One out, nobody on. Ninth inning. Yankees two, Brewers two. They play Maddox straight away. Murphy rocks back, kicks and deals the first pitch, and it's pulled foul into the Yankee target on the third base side. Kevin Corbel started the ball game for the Brewers. He went six and two-third innings. Gave up the two runs on nine hits. The left-hander struck out three and walked two. Murphy came on in the seventh inning when the Yankees picked up their two runs. He got Munson to foul out. Gave up back-to-back singles from Chambliss and Nettles in the eighth inning. But Alomar skied out. Actually, Chambliss was cut down as he tried to go to third base on Nettles' single. Foul back. Two strikes to count on Maddox. And Alomar flied off, Mason struck out. So that threat went by the board in the eighth. Murphy's 0-2 delivery to Maddox in the dirt. Ball and two strikes. On deck, Alex Johnson. Guarding the line at third base. One-two delivery. Down low, two balls, two strikes on Maddox. Don't forget tomorrow afternoon's ball game will start at 4.30 New York time. That's been scheduled for a night game. Two-two pitch. Swung on, bounces short. Lind is there. Fires the first base in plenty of time. And they're two out. Maddox bounces out six to three. That'll bring in Alex Johnson. He's the Yankee designated hitter. Brewers now have an infield of money, Lynn, the second base, and shot at first. The outfield remains the same. John Briggs in left. Bob Coluccio in center. And Sixto Lescano out in right field. Here's Johnson. He slides to right, bounces second, slides to right again, drove in a single with a uh, drove in a run with a single to right, and he takes down low ball. Yankees two, Brewers two. Top half the ninth inning, two out, nobody on for the Yankees. Swing and a miss. It's one and one. been one inning in this ballgame where the Yankees didn't get a base hit, and that was back in the second against Coble. Swing and a miss. One and two. Murphy 
takes a long look at Porter. Now he's ready. A one-two pitch. Up and in. Two balls, two strikes. And the two-two delivery. Swung on. Chopped right back to Murphy. Pitcher draft. Ben throws the first base in plenty of time. And Johnson is out number three here in the ninth inning. Three up and three down. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Scores tied. Yankees two to the Milwaukee Brewers two. I'll tell you the baseball scoreboard. Los Angeles and Houston. Los Angeles still leading, but it's uh, now a pretty close ball game. The Astros came back with four runs in the bottom of the sixth. And Los Angeles leads that game 5-4. The Dodgers couldn't care less about this game anymore because Cincinnati earlier was beaten by Atlanta by the score of 7-1. So Cincinnati already has been eliminated from that race in the National League West. Pittsburgh continues to battle Chicago. Chicago uh, took an early 1-0 lead in that game. The Pirates scored three in the bottom of the fourth to take a 3-1 lead. Chicago chipped back with one in the sixth to make it 3-2. And then Chicago scored three in the top of the seventh to make it a 5-3 game. But now in the eighth, Bob Robertson has hit a 16 home run for the Pirates. It was a two-run blast. So that score uh, right now is at least tied between Chicago and Pittsburgh. And now we can tell you that it's um, the lead goes to Pittsburgh because uh, the Pirates scored one in the bottom of the seventh, so now it's at least a six to five game in favor of the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. So St. Louis has already lost now three to two to Montreal, so that could be a big win for the Pirates. Yankees have had a couple of opportunities to score this ball game. They have two runs on eleven hits, no errors. The Brewers two runs on seven hits. Bob Robertson just did his 16th home run for the Pirates in the eighth inning with a man on. But the Pirates now lead the Chicago Cubs 6-5. And Pirates batting bottom of the eighth. The Dodgers 5, the Houston Astros 4. That's after 6. Cincinnati 7 to 1, so the Dodgers are the champs over in the National League West. Porter took a long time getting up. Now we're ready. And the first pitch to Darrell Porter. Swung on. It's deep down the right side, but it'll hook foul into the seat. And there's some action in the Yankee bullpen. Like Sparky Lyle getting loose.
a 2-1 delivery to Daryl Porter. Swung on it up in the air to center field. Maddox coming on. He's there. 100, he's got it. And there's one away. Out of the ninth inning, and we've got a 2-2 tie here at Milwaukee. Outside at the ball. And the next delivery. Outside and high, two balls, no strike. Briggs has bounced to short, he's bounced to a double play, he's also single to right field, so he's one for three. And the next delivery. High ball, three, it's three and all. On deck is Dave May. One out, nobody on here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Fourth side, Yankees two and the Milwaukee Brewers two. Met it behind uh, three and over to John Briggs. Have to be careful with this pitch. Swung on, check swing down toward shortstop. Mason up, fires the first, and they've got him. A three-ball, no-strike count. Briggs started a swing and a ball away from him. The ball hit the bat and bounced to the shortstop Mason who came and gloved the ball, threw off balance and got his man by half a step. So they're two out. An excellent play by shortstop Jim Mason. Here's Dave May, the designated hitter. He flies to right field, bounced the first and struck out. He's over three. Fouled off. That'll be back to the seat. No play. One strike to count. One pitch. Fastball. This one is low. It's the ball the strike. Yankees really fighting this. Take in on this pennant race over here in the East. Baltimore's already beaten the Tigers 7 to 6. The Yankees need a win. Big curve is high. Two balls and a strike on May. Say one thing. Both the Orioles and the Yankees have not striking up at all. They've both been playing winning baseball. Baltimore has won about eight in a row. The Yankees have won four in a row. Down low. Three balls and a strike on Dave May. The Orioles have done theirs the hard way. They've held them behind a couple of ball games when it looked helpless. 3-1 delivery. Swung on it on a ground. Face that right field. Manella in quickly. He'll block that ball and get it back in the second base. And Dave May holds his first base with his first base into the ball game, and the eighth base into the Brewer. So May at first base, two down here in the ninth inning. That'll bring in Bob Lucio, the center fielder. Lucio is double. Bounce out from the plate. He's also tied to center field. One to three. Marky Lyle continuing to get loose in the Yankee pen. may get back. Yankees two, Brewers two here in the bottom half of the ninth inning, two out. And a man at first base. 
pitch to Coluccio. Breaking ball is down low. Coluccio came into the ball game batting at 220. The base hit he got in the second inning. The double was just his second base hit against Yankee pitching all year. He's two for 32. The one old delivery. Misses outside. Two balls, no strikes. Dodgers have already clinched as Atlanta beat Cincinnati 7-1. to 
And the Dodgers lead Houston 5-4 after 6. One other final in the National League. The Philadelphia Phillies 2, the New York Mets 1.
Kovic, the second baseman, is on the outfield grass. Low, what a beautiful play by Porter to save a wild pitch and an advance by Chambliss. Backhanded in a short hop. It's three balls and a strike.
broadcasting from down the right field line. First time we've ever done this, ever. And you get an altogether different perspective of the ball game from way down here. You're not right in on the action like you usually are behind home plate. And it winds and is a ground ball. Fair ball down the right field line. Right by Chambers. Vanilla over quickly. The throw to second base is not going to be in time. And Lind is in with a double. For some reason, Chambers was not guarding the line. And the ball went right between Chris and first base. Couldn't believe that one. A double down the right field line. That's... winning run in this ball game. The Yankees now have Chambliss in at first, Nettles in at third, as they're looking for Vukovic to attempt to sacrifice. Stretch by Medic. He delivers Vukovic squares and busts the ball to Chambliss, and Chambliss throws to first base to Alamont, covering Chris. Started to go to third, looked around and finally threw, and the sacrifice is successful. Boy, now what is Burton do? Now, he's got to walk the bases loaded. There's no other way to play this. He's got to walk the bases loaded and hope for a fourth play at any base. Of course, it makes it difficult because then if you walk another man, you're fourth in the winning run. Don Money up there is one of the toughest clutch hitters in the game. So, Burton is out there talking with Medich and Munson. See how the Yankees are going to play this. They call Jim Mason, the shortstop, in. I don't know if there's any action in the Yankee bullpen or not. Meanwhile, there's a huddle with Joe Nostic, the third base coach, and Don Money, the batter, while they're huddling out there. While they're huddling, let's pause for station identification. This is the New York Yankee Baseball Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. It's the American Forces Radio at 790 and 1420. All right, Don Money is the batter, and they're going to put him on. If they 
sacrifice fly that Roy White had to make a fine play on that drove in the second run to tie up this ball game. Well, let's see. Will they or won't they? Yes, Munson's getting down now. And they're going to give the signs. The Yankee infield has to play in. This is it. The whole season hinging on this inning. And a ball almost gets away from Munson. A beautiful backhand grab by Thurman. Ball one. Now time is called. Thurman wants to tie his webbing up a little bit. The ball doesn't sneak through there. They've been playing 160 ball games and then uh, nine and a half innings of the 161st game and everything hinging on this ball game. Not everything, but 90% of the season hinging on this game. The Yankee infield is in. Runners at first and third with one out. Score tied 2-2. The stretch by Medic. the bunt and fouls it off. It was not the suicide squeeze. It was the safety squeeze as Lind had not broken from third base. And Lescano tried to butt a real bad ball that was almost in the dirt. Just got his bat on it barely and fouled it back. Oh, man, this tension is too much. One ball, one strike, one out. against the suicide squeeze. Lynn leads off third. And it's set. And the pitch low and outside to a mile. That is keeping the ball down. If Lescano does hit it, he wants him to hit a ground ball. Money leads off first. Lynn leading off third. Here's the stretch by the doctor. Pitch is fouled. Money was running. And it's two balls, two strikes. And I tell you, Sandy Alomar pulled a smart play. He just stood his ground. Money almost ran into Sandy. Sandy did not move. And Money just did dodge him at the last second. Now the count is even at two balls, two strikes, one out. Runners at first and third in the bottom of the tenth ball, tied 2 2. into the stretch position. And the pitch foul back on the screen and out of play. Lescano is having some good cuts at that ball. Doc gets a new one, rubs it up. Everything coming down. Through the wire, the outfield is playing very shallow. If he gets a hold of one, it'll be over the head. Roy White.
it in. Scott has 81 runs batted in on the year. Let's see. Now they're going to change. They're going to put take Roy Wyatt out of left field.